Hello, this is Penn Gillette. If I were to actually listen to the Liberal Cube podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I could potentially enjoy it. The Libra Cube. That is a podcast we haven't heard yet. Might be good, might be terrible. The Libro Cube Podcast with host Jordan Maywood. All right, here we go. This comes to us from our good friend Jordan Maywood. You call hamburger steamed ham. Yes. Hello, welcome to the Libro Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the lackadaisical Libro Cubicalist. This show is one in which I will throw forth all the media I have consumed for some reason. Why? Why would I do such a thing? And you know what? It's not even all media. There's things I watch and read and play that I may not bring back. Secret things. Ooh. I save those for my Patreon. <laughs> uh, but seriously, folks, uh, I do it because I am working under the assumption slash theory that should you uh, watch and play and read and internet mm, uh, stuff and just let it sit in the dusty attic of your mind, it will slowly or not so slowly drive you insane. You got to get it out. Now I could sit down with someone and, and talk about all that stuff, but I wouldn't want to put someone through that. No, instead I'm putting you through it. You poor son of a bitch. <sighs> I should say, on the note of you, um, that the possibility exists you have not uh, experienced some of this media yourself. And I could, uh, you know, spoil it for you through my talking of it. And I don't want to do that, so I warn of it. I warn of that possibility. Uh, maybe you don't care. Maybe you've seen all this stuff. Maybe it's stuff that can't be spoiled. I don't know. It's all of those categories and none of them. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. I think uh, without further ado, or what does Richard Ayoade say on uh, Gadget Man? He says something about a do. It's like, um, I don't know. He says it in a funny way. So I'm going to just pretend I said it that way. Hmm. Monologue. Today's movie Conan, oh, yep. <laughs> Today's movie monologue sponsor is Station. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, got three films. I've got uh, Bill and Ted's <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yes, that's what I like to call a little movie marathon that I've done here. For my pleasure and yours, question mark. Uh, have seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. I would hazard a guess I've seen Bogus Journey more. And I would hazard a guess I have seen it. I don't think I've hit double digits. Double digits. Um, but near that. Um, so, 
when like is it just me and maybe it's just the times we live in but did bill and ted face the music like just sort of come out of nowhere like i i don't ever remember i remember hearing like years ago that uh it was a possibility and then it was happening and then just like bam it's here here watch it uh, so th- that was a, a pleasant surprise. And when I saw that I had the ability to now watch this movie, that's somehow just formed freely out of the ether. Uh, I decided, of course, I'm going to do a little movie marathon. Also, it coincided with the missus going to the cottage for a long weekend, uh, and leaving me home alone. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fucking, what did I do? I did all sorts of good stuff. I like, uh, got a pizza mm-hmm i did a movie marathon i i downloaded a new video game um just you know just really living the the bachelor life minus the you know sex with ladies i suppose <laughs> so uh let's see uh bill and ted excellent adventure 89 bogus journey 91 and uh face the music 2020 which is a sort of an interesting spread let's say uh this is one of the rare which i suppose it's not crazy rare but uh and maybe people will disagree with this but i feel like uh bogus journey is better than excellent excellent adventure uh i don't know it's just uh for me i had always enjoyed it more maybe it's because it was a little crazier like they actually you know go to hell in in the movie they they are killed and come back to life that's strange right there not to mention all the whole uh, you know time travel thing if you haven't seen or know nothing of these movies what is wrong with you <sighs> uh i i would hazard cheese I was going to say, uh, and this comes up fairly often, my, my sort of movies everyone should see list. I don't know if I could necessarily put these on. Um, the Mrs. for example, has never seen them, and I'm not convinced that she would like them. They're a little too uh, weird and crazy and fun. <laughs> uh, good thing she doesn't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I'm not 100% sure if it, it would be necessarily up up your alley if you like weird and crazy and fun you will like these movies if, if you like time travel you will like these movies um the paradoxes be damned uh so the the, the final one uh face the music uh let me read the imda let's see what that says once told they'd save the universe during a time traveling adventure two would-be rockers from san dimas california find themselves as middle-aged dads still trying to crank out a hit song to fulfill their destiny destiny uh yeah so uh some of the focus of the movie is on the daughters uh and their sort of adventure and we sort of jump back and forth between uh, Bill and Ted and Bill and Ted because of course the daughters are also named Bill and Ted uh, the one who is uh, let me see if I can find her name uh, Bridget Lundy Payne is Billy right yeah she is doing a very very strong young Keanu Reeves impression uh, throughout the movie so that was sort of funny to see. They, they were they were good. I like the girls. A lot of names you'll recognize in this one as well. A lot of cameos. Uh, Christian Shawl in there. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna recognize. They uh, brought back a lot of the people from the from the other movies, from uh, the 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 first two movies. Okay, so ratings. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I do on this podcast. I forgot. 
<sighs> okay, so Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, I'll give a 4 to 5. Uh, Bogus Journey, I'll give a 5 out of 5. And Face the Music, I'll give a 4.873 out of 5. Yeah? Uh, I, I just like to say, on the note of those ratings, I have no idea what I'm going to give movies before I start talking about them, as is perhaps obvious pushing button. Television Talk. Today's Television Talk sponsor is Corin's Bloodwine Vineyard. Thank you for that sponsorship. I'm here to talk about something I'm very excited to talk about because it is Star Trek related. And of my nerdy flavors, uh, that is one of the strongest, if not the the strongest. The the, the, the strongest. This is, this is what I just said. Uh, you know, and I haven't brought that up in a while, the whole nerdy flavors thought. Uh, and, and that is that uh, everyone, regardless of how quote unquote nerdy you are, uh, has a, a nerdy flavor, something they are, uh, something that makes them excited to talk about, something that uh, deep down they they have a, almost a, a childlike uh, 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 excitement bubble within them when the subject comes up. Uh, my, it could be, uh, and the example I like to use is, uh, say, the, the sports uh, guy, a.k.a. Jock, who's uh, interested in the stats of his favorite team, uh, and that sort of gets him going. Um, that could be a nerdy flavor. Uh, one of mine, because we all have many, usually, uh, is definitely Star Trek. And uh, the fact that uh, I've been able to watch uh, Lower Decks... Oh, a anti animated, an animated, which is not dissimilar to an animated television program, uh, uh, that is uh, Star Trek related, uh, and and takes place in that universe, literally and uh, metaphorically, uh, in, in the Star Trek universe, uh, is a goddamn delight. The other thing, just sort of right off the bat, uh, the uh, probably number one on the call sheet. <laughs> Uh, which ties in with what I'm about to say. Uh, Tawny Newsom uh, is someone who I have been a big fan of for a long time because she is uh, very strongly present in one of my other nerdy flavors, which is podcasting. Uh, so she uh, does does the podcast a lot. I listen to uh, uh, Yo Is This Racist. Uh, she she's been on a million other things. I've listened to. She's she's one of those guests, and I believe I've even said this one. Uh, this podcast before uh, there's certain you, you know your Paul F. Tompkins's your Jordan Morris is a good example there's certain podcast people who uh, uh, I would say give good pod if they are a guest on your podcast that podcast is going to be a good podcast and and Tony Newsom I think definitely falls into that category so uh, she's got that going for her and now she's got this going for her so my love for her has grown exponentially you might say uh not to mention the fact that this is comedy and it's actually you know you kind of worry a little bit like I'm, I'm not one of those people who uh ever worry about a star trek show ruining it for me quote unquote because that's ridiculous you're, you're always going to have the the episodes you love the shows you love uh, uh the creation of one that doesn't quite fit what you love how does that ruin something that already exists that's dumb don't do that um 
so, you know, my worry in this case was the fact that it wouldn't be funny, <laughs> uh, which, you know, f fortunately didn't happen. And whoever is writing on the show, I feel like, uh, and, and this is a must for a writer on the show, I think has to be someone who loves Star Trek, someone who knows, who has an intimate knowledge of it. I, I feel like you can be funny and write on a show and, and have your writing be funny. But if it's a show like Star Trek or something with a, a, a tremendous amount of built-in lore, uh, it, it's going to be a much more difficult if you don't know that lore, if you don't have... Uh, if you haven't experienced it through your life, uh, which I feel like these people, uh, these people writing these episodes must have because there's, there's a lot of in jokes. There's a lot of, uh, nods to things. Uh, and it's, it's just a, a goddamn delight. Uh, okay. So the lower decks, the titular lower decks, <laughs> uh, refers to the fact that, uh, uh, on Star Trek shows, you know, you're, you're, you're focusing on the, the main crew of the ship or, uh, in the case of Deep Space Nine, the, the main crew of the space station. Uh, and you're not really getting to see, you know, the people who are walking around in the background. Now there was one, uh, or maybe it was a couple, uh, episodes of Star Trek Voyager, definitely one in particular I'm thinking of where it did focus on these sort of, uh, uh, almost like behind the scenes people, uh, like people who would normally be sort of extras in the background of the show. Uh, and we sort of delve into their lives a little bit. Uh, that was a cool episode. And, uh, it was as if they took that idea and sort of ran with it, made it animated and upped the comedy because those, those episodes actually had some comedy in them as well. Uh, which is not, usual for Star Trek, let's say. Star Trek and comedy are... Usually there's a bit of a gulf between those two things. Uh, it, it does happen, and there are moments, but uh, sometimes they're a little... I don't know if force is the right word, but it, it's clearly never really a, a goal or an aim. Uh, uh, probably Deep Space Nine uh, of shows did it the best thinking ones with Cork and Odo had a lot of uh, moments like that. Ones with Cork in general. Moogie. Hey, can't go wrong with some Moogie action. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, back to this. So uh, we're focusing on some of the, the, the people involved in the behind-the-scenes stuff aboard a uh, starship that's also uh, sort of a behind-the-scenes ship. Uh, they're in charge of things like Second Contact, which I believe was the name of the first... Yeah, that was the name of the first episode, which is a, a delight right there. That's that's a good nod right there. Uh, uh, the fact that, uh, uh, like, uh, Picard or, uh, you know, uh, you, you, your main captains are going to meet these new species, exploring, having first contact with uh, new lands and new peoples. Uh, and then this group of people are uh, going in after that's been done and getting all the sort of bureaucracy out of the way, and uh, that's their job. So uh, a little less exciting, although cool stuff is happening. Okay, so that was the first episode. Uh, we've got Envoys. Uh, yeah, so that one's got a, a drunken Klingon. That's nice. we got a Ferengi. Yeah. Temporal Edicts. Install delivered diplomatic trinkets. Uh, 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 um, yeah, I'm just sort of uh, reading over the wiki of episodes, see if there's anything 
in particular, I'd rather uh, you watch it yourself. So I'm probably not going to spoil anything. Moist Vessel <laughs> was the fourth episode. Yeah, I watched the first four. Uh, waiting for the... Uh, I suppose I could watch it. It says it was, came out September 3rd. Uh, I am as comes up fairly often in Canada. So uh, I've been able to watch these on Crave, which is pretty cool. Uh, I think in the U.S., I don't know if you have to watch them on the CBS site, or there's always sneaky ways to, don't tell anybody, to watch shows like this. But uh, it's nice in Canada that seemingly Crave has been uh, trying to get Star Trek shows. So like I could watch Picard there, I could watch Discovery there. Uh, uh, thank you, Crave in Canada, a, a, a fine service, which I find I've been watching actually more of Crave than Netflix lately, because uh, it also has Silicon Valley, which I'm working my way through. Spoiler for an upcoming television talk. Okay, so uh, easy, easy, easy. Jeez, I was going to say easy five out of five, but uh, some definite six out of five moments. It just really rubs me the right way, this show. Uh, the, the combination of like, I often uh, look, not look for necessarily, mm, yeah, I guess I don't go out of my way, but uh, I'll just say look for Star Trek memes and, uh, and, and join funny Star Trek groups on uh, Facebook, and uh, so it, it is a combination that is very peanut butter and jelly-like. There's a lot to uh, delve into there, both... Uh, both in terms of making fun of certain things in Star Trek, uh, as well as uh, uh, <laughs> just 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 a lot of lore there that you can explore. A lot of lore to explore, including the character lore. Huh? Uh, what's my next button? This one here. Conan the Librarian. Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> Book banter. Today's book banter sponsor is Astral Penicillin. Thank you for that sponsorship. I realize I have opened up the incorrect tab for what I wanted to do here, which is uh, going to read a character backstory. Yeah, uh, every once in a while when I have not quite finished a book, which I have not quite done, uh, I will instead maybe read a D&D recap or uh read a, a character backstory or you know things like that uh not necessarily books but words huh uh so i'm gonna read uh uh this is for a planned one shot uh gonna happen at some point uh no debt set set uh yet necessarily but uh once a year or so uh me and a, a couple of guys will get together and uh, play a one-shot over the course of the weekend. Uh, sometimes it's a two-shot in that we play basically like D&D all day. <laughs> uh, I freaking love it. Uh, and, and this is the character I play. Now, uh, they are uh, of the group. There's four of us, and three of them are planning to get together in person, but I'm still a little wary of that. Uh, unless things drastically change by whenever we play, which seems unlikely for the way things are going. Uh, so uh, I am going to uh, sort of just join via probably Discord would be the, the, the default, I assume. And because I won't be there in person, I've had this idea, and I've had this character for a while, but I thought it would fit well here. Um, they'll be in person and I won't. So I thought it would be cool to finally bust out this character that is a uh, basically an animated teddy bear named Freddy Bear. 
that way one of the characters uh and i think we've already decided which uh can sort of carry me around and i don't have to worry too much about like maps and being able to see everything uh, because I'll be at a little disadvantage and it just makes things easier for the DM as well that they don't have to explain where I am on a map because I won't be able to see it necessarily uh, we might set up cameras I'm not we're not 100% sure yet on that but uh, so you know what I, I should keep the link for this uh, so you can see all the stats and stuff too of my uh, uh, level 8 uh, warlock animated stuffed toy with a parasitic patron oh man this thing sounds fucking crazy which it is this is uh, one of the crazier uh, and one of the reasons I want to share this as well one of the crazier characters I have created uh, in a list of crazy characters I have created this you know is high let's say <clears throat> okay so this is the uh, the backstory for Freddy Bear <clears throat> Occasionally, when a astral dreadnought is nearing the end of its incredibly long lifespan, they become infected with parasites that their body can no longer fight off. Sometimes, after eons of this parasitic relationship, the line between parasite and host become blurred. Freddy was not always Freddy. There was a time where he was part of one such entity, but one day he found himself cast off and adrift in the astral plane. In the astral plane, thought can become reality. And a child with a particularly... Oh God, I always have trouble with that word. Why do I put it in? With a particularly strong psychic gift, found herself there, not in the flesh, but projected from her bedroom. Freddy grabbed hold onto this child's nightmare, and some small part managed to escape the astral plane and returned back to the real world. He was incredibly weak, and so hid himself away in the only thing at hand, in a, an incredibly simple construct. A sort of golem created by the child's father, but this golem was not made of clay or stone or flesh, but was instead a stuffed bear. A magic toy for a truly loved child. Freddy, for that was the name the child had given the toy, decided it would build its strength and one day unleash evil on the realm, but something strange happened. The little girl truly loved her toy, and that love had an odd effect on the parasitic entity. Freddy started to feed off of it and crave it. As he grew both in size and capabilities, he found his will to destroy was just a minor itch that rarely manifested. He still had his connection to his quote-unquote patron, this astral parasite, but found that he enjoyed being a part of the lives of children and watching them grow and flourish with his help. He was passed through many hands over the years, slowly growing and gaining more and more sentience and autonomy. Uh, eventually his host children grow old and leave him behind, but he has formed a special bond with the most recent host who's been as part of his life for blank years now. Uh, the blank years was because uh, I, we didn't know which of the other players was going to take me. Uh, and if it was someone who was old, uh, they could put more years there. If it was like, you know, an elf who lives uh, hundreds of years or whatever. Eh? Uh, okay, so that's uh, Freddy Bear, the uh, parasitic warlock patron thing. Oh boy. Hi, Charlie. 
Today's Internet Intercourse sponsor is the Carrington Award for Excellence in the Field of Medicine. Thank you for that sponsorship. So nice of you. I uh, have two items today. Yes, just two. Uh, the first is uh, Andrew Alexander Siddig, a.k.a. Bashir, Bashir from Deep Space Nine, and Andrew Robinson, a.k.a. Garrick from Deep Space Nine, <laughs> reading a fan fiction script slash couple of scenes what is this thing that i watched uh other than a goddamn delight uh so it was uh, uh, from sid city uh which is the name of the youtube channel where you can find it uh it's called little achievements alexander siddig andrew robinson ds9 fanfic should you wish to uh watch it yourself i'm gonna sneeze <laughs> excuse me uh uh anyways as i was saying a professional would probably edit that out but huh huh uh so someone wrote this fan fiction which is a sort of a a, a, a conversation between these two which if you're familiar with the show they were uh, two characters who were friends sometimes antagonistic towards each other sometimes sort of uh, it was a, just a very deep and interesting and intimate relationship they had with one another. And it was a, it was delightful to watch on the show. So here we are, you know, however many years later, uh, have these two actors, uh, uh meet online through a Skype that they're pretending is sort of a, a communication <laughs> through like a, uh, uh, Bashir's on a ship and Garrick's on uh, Cardassia. And they're sort of just having this conversation that gets interrupted by, uh, uh, by another, uh, <laughs> I think it must've been the person who wrote the fan fiction and whoever that was, uh, sh I think it was a, she, <laughs> not that it matters. Um, uh, she was dressed as, uh, like an alien who's just insane looking and had some mannerisms that were truly delightful and the, delightful i think is the key word to this whole experience here uh it, it was just so fun to see someone had uh written this thing out of just sort of pure love for the show and then that person having this like uh, imagine when like how uh, I, I want the behind the scenes of how this came about how uh uh Alexander Siddig and Andrew Robinson got their hands on this uh, is an interesting story. How they were convinced to, to do this is an interesting story. Uh, uh, the build up, the, the the recording, like I I want to know more about this. Uh, and it's just a a delightful thing from the internet, which is the whole point of this segment. Internet intercourse, good things from the internet that I bring back and talk about, like I just did about this. Uh, yeah, so uh, go watch it for yourself, and uh, uh, if you know, you know what, I suppose I could, like, uh, maybe that would be a cool thing to do, is, like, um, ask for the behind the scenes of this. I wonder if they would respond, and I could uh, talk about it on the podcast. Uh, again, that's what a professional will do. We'll see how I uh, handle it. Okay, moving on to the second item. Another just, just sort of sheer delight thing. A sheer delight thing from the internet, uh, and it sort of resolved around um, the Bill and Ted 
So there you go. I'm bringing things back around. Um, and it's just a, a simple thing. It's just a tweet from uh, Alex Winter, who plays... Bill, oh, I always get my Bill and Ted. He's Ted, right? Ted Theodore Logan. Bill S. Preston Esquire. Which one's... Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so uh, he, he just tweeted, uh, because Keanu Reeves doesn't have a, a Twitter account, so uh, this guy on Twitter asks, uh, uh, how do you feel about being part of promoting the idea of the idea to be excellent to each other. Yeah. So if you're unfamiliar with Bill and Ted, one of their er, tenants, let's say is be excellent to each other. Huh? How novel. So, uh, Alex Winter, I, I guess asked, uh, Keanu about it and then tweeted, uh, uh, what he said. So he says, uh, from Keanu colon, uh, he says, uh, Dan, be excellent to each other is and has been one of my favorite lines of text lines of text sentiments of films and any other work of art have been part of in my career it may be one of the best lines ever one of the best things ever and if that doesn't just warm the cockles of your hearts i don't know what will you you unwarmed cockled son of a gun uh it's one of those sort of simple things that uh, it, it, it's it almost sort of uh has that ring of uh do unto others of as you would have them do unto you um why not just simplify it and update it to be excellent to each other uh imagine if we all did that oh god <laughs> got sappy at the end okay folks well i guess we made it feel another sneeze coming on so before that happens i will say it's nice to be <laughs> It's nice to be nice to the nice. <coughs> this is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening. Time to plug some things and I do not mean. Buts. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email jordan.maywood at gmail.com. I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come and be, won't it be fine? The best is yet to come. Live long and prosper.